This episode of Voices of the Elephant is brought to you by SiteGround. Welcome to the Voices of the Elephant podcast. Each episode of Voices of the Elephant brings you an interview with a member of the PHP community. From project leaders to user group organizers, we talk to the people that are helping make the PHP community special. Welcome to another episode of Voices of the Elephant. My name is Cal Evans, and I'm your host, and I am so glad that you've chosen to spend some time with us here. I hope you find it a valuable investment in your time. This is part of a special series, the run-up to ZenCon, and we're talking to ZenCon speakers about what they'll be talking about and uh, what they're excited about seeing at ZenCon. And my special guest today is Mr. David Stokes. Say hey, hey to everybody, David. Hey, everybody. Now, David, um, before we jump into your talk, let's talk a little bit about where you work. You are at um, Oracle these days, but you actually started back when it was still MySQL AB, correct? Well, ironically, I had just taken a certification test and for MySQL and failed my one point. I was oh. a two-part uh, two exam, and I failed one, the second exam by one point. And some of the questions were not written by, well, they weren't well-formed. So I go on the MySQL site and I notice, hey, they have an opening for a PHP developer in the certification group. So I wrote um, half a complaint letter and half a, hey, I want this job letter. And uh, uh, the time certification is run by a, a very lovely gentleman named uh, Karsten Pedersen, who called me and we talked about the exam, we talked about PHP, and boom. I'm the PHP developer for the certification group. And a little while after that, uh, he decided to go on to greener pastures, so I went from PHP developer to manager. Mm. And um, MySQL at the time, a uh, very small company, one of the things we did that I don't recommend to other projects is that if you sent in a patch, we sent in a job application, or we sent <laughs> you a job application. It cannibalizes your developers, but it uh, gets you some very core very, very core people who are very dedicated to what you want to do. Well, fast forward several months, and Martin Mikos, then the very dynamic CEO of uh, MySQL AB, uh, ushers us into a meeting and says, uh, we got a big announcement. We've been sold for a billion dollars. Uh, we've been preparing for an IPO, but hey, we didn't think we'd be sold. And I say, no, I'm working for Sun Microsystems. And Sun had absolutely no idea what to do with it, where MySQL AB was very much the, the small startup where there's a lot of things didn't get done because you're so small. You're a very agile group, but there's no one who really does the, uh, what I call the historical architecture stuff. And uh, suddenly we're part of Sun, and Sun is suddenly all about historical architecture, not really uh, developing stuff. Uh, we kind of uh, floundered there. And then a year and a quarter at our user group meeting, uh, in San Jose, California, I turn on the TV and there's Channel 2 News saying, big news in Silicon Valley, Oracle's just bought some microsystems. <laughs> and uh, I text my coworkers and they're texting me back going, uh, you weren't drinking last night, where, where did this come from? <laughs> and uh, uh, ironically, uh, we were all worried, you know, Oracle's got to kill my SQL because they can't have more than one database. Well, it turns out Oracle has somewhere around 15, 16 databases. 
uh, everything from the old DEC R, uh, RDG database that you might remember, Cal and, and Adam, uh, to, uh, to us. And they came in and looked at us and said, hey, your product is good here, but if you need some help here, go out and get some engineers and go grow your product. And ironically, we've been um, very uh, much like a startup. Uh, as a matter of fact, Rich Mason, who's the head of our, uh, our group, so it feels like a startup within a big corporation because there hasn't been a lot of corporate diktats, and those have been things like uh, make sure you work with the big Oracle backup drives, uh, make sure you work with the uh, various security features that Oracle has. But other than that, it's been fairly hands-off. So mm. it's it's kind of the best of both worlds. Well, that is excellent. Hey, I forgot to introduce the fact that uh, my co-host for this episode is Mr. Adam Culp. Adam, jump in. You got any questions? Hey, not at the moment. I, I can remember a lot of what uh, what uh, Dave's talking about, though. I, I remember the announcements of uh, when Oracle. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, it was bad enough when Sun bought them, you know, and we were like, oh, <laughs> they're going to ruin it. But when Oracle bought it, we were, there were a lot of us that were seriously afraid that they were just going to um, buy it and shut it down, you know. And um, I, I know I, I went through that panic phase myself for about five minutes. The countdown had begun in most people's mind, I think. Yeah, but um, I'm happy to say that um, Oracle's stewardship of MySQL has been um, very well. They, they, they've been a very good member of the open source community, and I've not seen many, uh, many if any, problems uh, with them owning it. So that, that is, it, it, did, it turned out that the gloom and doom wasn't really necessary. Yeah. So, um, hey, before we move on, uh, let me give a shout out to our sponsor. See, every website needs hosting, but not all hosts are the same. Now, if you're looking for a solid and secure host for your website, your web application, or your web store, check out SiteGround. They are rock-solid technical people. They're easy to work with when it comes to support, but most importantly, they're fun people to be around. And I love dealing with people that are fun people to be around. If you run into them at a WordCamp or a PHP conference, stop by and talk to them. You'll see what I mean. But most importantly, when you're ready to select your next host for your uh, web app, check them out. You can find out more information at SiteGround.com, and make sure you tell them that Cal sent you. Hey, David, now um, you're giving a couple talks at, um, at ZenCon this year. Um, the first one is on JSON. Talk to us a little bit about that. Uh, tell us what you're going you're gonna to be talking about, what's new in JSON and MySQL land. Well, the JSON data type came out uh, about two years ago with the MySQL 5.7 uh, release. Uh, the, the great thing about the JSON data type is that you can have a JSON document in a column of a row in a schema or a table. Hmm. And the, um, the great thing there is you have a gigabyte's worth of information that's free format, schema-less, uh, lets you do anything you want. Now we do do some optimizations to make it easier to search. But it's been such a, a great thing for so many developers who, you know, you, you start coding first and find out what the project actually is about. <laughs> they can just throw the data in there. You know, that used to be a big joke. Unfortunately, I'm going to a lot of conferences, and that's kind of the way things are going. Uh, oh, yeah. People work first and then actually find out what you're doing. So the JSON data types driven more folks to upgrade their versions, of their instances of MySQL to 5.7 than any other reason. Uh, it's very flexible, it's really great, and if you need the power of, of regular SQL, there are ways to extract some of that data and put it into a materialized column that's indexed for fast searching. And oh, very cool. That, and on top of that, we've also built uh, a document store 
which uses our new protocol and our new port and all that, um, so that you actually can do uh, kind of a uh, Mongo-like CRUD thing without having no SQL. So it basically becomes MySQL without the SQL. So that's hmm. really, really exciting. But, it uh, sounds very interesting. Yeah. Sounds like it's going to be a great session. Yeah. Um, I have a whole bunch of new functions coming. I'm hoping to impress everybody with, with those. But uh, the main talk that you wanted to talk about was MySQL 8. Yes. And, uh, the, the thing is MySQL is now 22 going on 23 years old. And there's a lot of uh, legacy carryover from the early days that have kind of hampered MySQL. Uh, if you ever open up a MySQL directory, uh, you, you go out there, and there's all these little .frm, MYIs, MYD files. <laughs> and they're just, oh my god, what is this? And, of course, in the old days under Linux, um, something would go wrong with your file system, and you are in trouble. It's just a pain in the butt. Mm -hmm. All of that information was the metadata, and we're now throwing that into the actual database, uh, actually a true data dictionary. So the, the, the big news there is that you have this data dictionary that keeps all the metadata, which means you're no longer coupled to the file system. What happens from there is that you can now have millions of tables within a schema. The corresponding bad news is that you can now have millions of tables within a schema. <laughs> um, for, for Adam, Cal, and myself, there's a time not that long ago where they told us you'd never need more than 640K to uh, develop in. For oh, yeah. So uh, uh, that's really exciting. The other great thing about there is you'll be able to do alter table, hit return, and boom, it's done. You won't have to wait uh, minutes, hours, weeks, days uh, to get it done. And uh, that's the, the big thing. But we have a whole bunch of other fun functions uh, coming through, like uh, common table expressions, windowing functions. I've had a lot of demand for that over, over the years. Uh, we have roles, so that you'll be able to say, okay, this role gets to write on this project to this database and these tables. Uh, and you uh, give the privileges to that. You don't have to go through and give them to each user, each developer, each application hitting that, that, uh, that data. So it makes mm -hmm. it a little bit easier to move things around or move people around uh, without having to go back, gee, Joe has this, but Peter doesn't have this, and Peter's able to do this, but Joe can't do this. What's going on there? Uh, also, big changes to the optimizer and parser. Uh, the one that most folks will probably uh, get real interested in is that you can now do no wait and skip lock on selects. So if you have records that uh, you don't want to wait for a lock to finish, you can take care of that. Oh, nice. Uh, other big news is that MySQL 8 will be, uh, by default, UTF-MB4 with the multiplane support for CJK, ideographs, extensions, and all that other fun stuff. Uh, which, um, which is real exciting because now you have all the emojis, all the foreign uh, character sets, and all that fun stuff. Uh, because as you know, the real thing that people want in their data is that poop emoji. Yep. So we're going to have I've that been dying there. for y'all to implement that just so I can put that in my database. Yeah. Uh, the other interesting feature we're adding is invisible indexes. Uh, in the past, if you had a query that was running and you're trying to, to figure out where it's going, you'd use explain on it. And sometimes you'd see if an index, is this helping or not? Well, now you can do uh, an alter on that index and say, okay, make it invisible to the optimizer. And you can mm -hmm. actually see if the index is helping. Now, in the past, what you do is you blow away that index, uh, run it and say, yeah, I need that, and then have to rebuild that index, which again could take quite a bit of time. Uh, 
Also, for the folks who are doing stuff in the cloud, we now have a new command called set persist. So if uh, Adam's changing the database and he changes the buffer pool sites here and Cal's changing this other setting here, uh, this information gets written to a log file because um, you make changes to the system, if, especially if it's in the cloud. Uh, you might have three or four people managing it and they're not in contact and you don't know what's changing going on. And if you, God forbid, have a reboot, um, you have to try to rediscover all the settings. Oh, wow, so, yeah. And that's saved in a file called mysqld slash auto.cnf. So if you see that pop up on your server, uh, you know it's, it's doing good work for you. Uh, let's see, what else? We have 3D geometry. Uh, in 5.7, we put in, uh, with the help from boost.geometry, uh, a very good 2D geometry system. Mm -hmm. And to uh, quote the former governor of California, Arnold Schwarzenegger, GIS is a form of digital mapping technology, kind of like Google Earth, but better. Wow. So, so if you want the 3D mapping, uh, it's all there and uh, very exciting. Uh, as I mentioned earlier with the JSON, we're adding a uh, whole bunch of new functions. There's a JSON pretty function because sometimes uh, JSON tends to get over-involved and over-complicated, and looking at it on a flat uh, text line coming out on the MySQL uh, shell just looks kind of um, uninspiring. So this way it does all the indents and prettifies it for you. Oh, nice. Um, we also have uh, aggregation functions and a whole bunch of other stuff coming out. And uh, there's uh, going to be a whole bunch of new news coming out uh, in a couple weeks, right after ZenCon, or actually right before ZenCon, is Oracle Open World, and uh, oh, yeah. we're—I uh, forget how many sessions we have, but that's uh, where we bring in folks from all over the world and show some of the new hoops stuff we're doing. But I'll be bringing MySQL 8 and showing it off at the at ZenCon, which, by the way, ZenCon is great bang for your buck. Uh, it's um, even though it's in Vegas, it doesn't feel like a Las Vegas show. Um, the uh, at least last year, the, the casino uh, floor wasn't terribly smoky, so walking from your room to the thing wasn't uh, kind of like the smog bomb that you have to go through for some of the other conferences that are out in Vegas. Oh, I know. Uh, and they've redone the conference center at the Hard Rock this year, and it's supposed to be absolutely gorgeous, but it's even more isolated from the, the smoke and the casino and stuff like that. It's, it's supposed to be very nice. Yeah, I'm really happy about some of the things that they've done. They've added some new rooms and and all kinds of things. So it's going to be it's going to be a whole new show this year. Cool. The uh, the other thing that's cool about ZenCon um, is you get to look, meet a lot of the folks who are the mover and shakers behind the uh, the scenes. Uh, in the early days of PHP, when it's called personal homepage, um, I needed a templating engine, and it did what I wanted. And every time I see Rasmus, I thank him for at least half my career for the past twenty some odd years. But um, the rewrite that the uh, the Zen folks did. Uh, was that three or four? I forget which. Three, four, five, somewhere in there. Um, was was a big, big change. And now the stuff that's going on with MySQL 7, which is some of the stuff I'm going to be attending at, at ZenCon, um, is real exciting because um, PHP's always been kind of, you know, people laugh at it. Oh, it's an interpreter language. It's not fast. It doesn't do that. Uh, the benchmarks show that PHP 7 is just un goodnessly fast. I mean, it is absolutely surprising the performance they're getting out of it, and now they're eking out even more. Oh, yeah. Which is um, absolutely yeah. wonderful. 
We we yeah. hit a um, a low point there with I think it was five zero and five one. I mean those just were dog slow. But ever since five two, it's been getting in incrementally better. And seven was just a just a quantum leap over everything five. So yeah. uh, and then like you said, every release that comes out, they're just squeezing a little more. I, mean, I think we're getting like five or ten percent this time, but still that's five or ten percent faster than we were doing before. Yeah, uh, it's getting to the point now where you need a quantum computer to uh, to bring it faster. And speaking <laughs> of, of, of numbers, um, I know one of the questions people are going to have about MySQL 8 is right now the current release is version 5.7. What happened to MySQL 6 and what happened to MySQL 7? Kind of like what happened to PHP 6. Uh, sorry to make those people wince out in the audience who heard PHP 6. Well, we had a MySQL 6 uh, back in the pre-Sunday, and it uh, during the takeover it kind of got abandoned. All the really neat features were backported into MySQL 5.1 and 5.5. And our cluster product has been using the 7 number range for several years now. So with the new data dictionary and all that, our engineers thought, we really need a new release number for this. So hence MySQL 8. That was one of the things that I was looking forward to in your talk, was, uh, you know, about that, because I saw it in, in the description. So, so yeah, <laughs> looking forward to maybe hear a little bit more details about that. That'll be fun. Hey, David, i got to ask, um, is there going to be a community version of 8 as well, or is 8 going to be strictly enterprise? Uh, the, the ironic thing is that there always will be a community version of MySQL. Uh, if you take the enterprise version and the community version, hold for the light, the only thing that's different is the enterprise version is will have a slightly different header. Hmm. Um, but when you do buy the enterprise version, you get a better backup tool, a better monitoring tool, uh, some other little plugins here and there that will help you do features like connection pooling and all that. Uh, mm -hmm. You also get that lovely phone number and throat to choke. <laughs> and, for, and for those of you who are interested in the cloud, uh, Oracle yesterday, our uh, our C technical officer, Larry Ellison, who used to be our president, but now I think he's just CTO, uh, now drastic price cuts. And when you get the MySQL uh, Oracle Cloud, you're actually getting the enterprise version and you get all the wonderful tools, and it's at a very, very competitive price. Very uh, cool. It, it's a very interesting uh, point, point. So with well, that, is there, is there uh, additional things such as, uh, you know, you mentioned the backup tools and stuff like that. I mean, is that is that to kind of bring MySQL to a point where it can rival something like uh, like the Oracle DB or the or Microsoft SQL, something like that? Uh, well, the great thing with the uh, the Oracle Cloud, uh, for all the products in the cloud, the Oracle database, uh, Oracle, MySQL, and all that, uh, a lot of the stuff for backups and automation go on behind the scenes for you, and uh, it gets automatically taken care of. Uh, but the, the big Oracle database and the MySQL database have different uh, target audiences, uh, very little carryover between the two. And what's interesting is as I go around the world, I run into companies that are running all those. So. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, cool. they're doing their, their financial middleware for their SEC 10J filings off an Oracle database, but they're doing their website and their personnel off MySQL. Right. Very nice. Well, David, I want to wrap this up. Uh, thank you for being here with us on Voices of the Elephant. Hey, the, first, uh, the same two questions I ask everybody before I let you go. What's your local user group and what's the URL? Uh, it's Dallas PHP, and Ooh. if you search from vdip.com, uh, you'll find that group there. I think it's the largest active group in North America. I think you're uh, right. 
and uh, very well worth the trip. I'm on the far side of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, but it's definitely worth the drive to get over there. And the second question yeah. is, what, what am I looking forward to at ZenCon? Yes. Well, besides running the booth on the expo floor for MySQL, where we'll have plenty of swag, uh, including frisbees, spinning tops, and some other stuff that I'll uh, uh, leave uh, unannounced until you actually That's get there. That's so fun. Yeah. Um, I, I tend to really like the testing sessions and the sessions about the technology in MySQL 7. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here on Voices of the Elephant. We appreciate you um, taking time out of your day. Thank you, Adam, for hanging in there with us. I know um, you've got other things you've got to get doing, so I'm going to let everybody go by um, just saying thank you, David, for being here, and we'll look forward to seeing you at ZenCon. Thanks for listening to Voices of the Elephant. Voices of the Elephant is copyright EICC Incorporated and released under a Creative Commons attribution, no derivatives, share and share alike license. To nominate someone to be a guest on Voices of the Elephant, visit our website and click on the nominate link. The URL is voicesoftheelephant.com. Elephant is of course spelled E-L-E-P-H-P-A-N-T.